0: now though let's talk some finance news kpmg the auditor firm has signed a confidential settlement with vbs mutual bank Uh, kpmg were linked to vbs for signing off on fraudulent transactions to the tune of 846 million rand they were listed as the auditor of vbs our next guest has criticized the secret settlement, said it's a disservice to those affected by the corruption that took place at the defunct financial institution. National spokesperson of Casato is Matthew Parks. Matthew, thank you very much for joining us. It does seem a little dubious that this is hidden in a, in secrecy.
1: Hi, good afternoon. Thanks, us. No, really, it is shocking. It doesn't seem dubious. I mean, it smells rotten. It's it's really unacceptable um, because it's not just the question of KPMG having failed to fulfill the legally obliged auditing um, role into the making sure VBS's books are audited that the monies of workers, of pensioners, of shareholders, are safe and protected. But not only did they turn a blind eye, but in the report by Advocate Modal into what happened at VBS, he actually found and alleged that one of the KPMG auditors had a financial interest in VBS. So it wasn't just a question of being lazy or being sleeping on a job. But there was, a, you know, they had a financial benefit accruing mm. from the state capturing corruption. So, for us, that really is quite shocking. And you'd have to ask yourself: if an auditing firm, which would assume you would, uh, would want to believe, has got some moral credentials, etc., because a job is meant to be keeping people's money safe, why would they want that, a thing being done under secrecy? What are they mm. exactly that hiding? And that's a worry because it's not just about some private event between two companies. This is workers. This is pensioners' money. This is public funds.
0: Let's talk about how much money, because uh, the, the, the initial request is 864 million rand plus interest. So we don't know if that or anything has been paid by KPMG.
1: Exactly. And there's no consequences. What sanction was taken by them against those who were implicated? Are they still working? Are they still being paid uh-huh. to order other people's books? Um, where's that sense of accountability? And it's fine. That even the private sector goes off on a tangent, correctly so, about corruption in the state. When it comes into the, keeping their own house clean, all of a sudden they want non-disclosure. If government had wanted to find a non-disclosure issue around corruption, we'd be demanding that somebody be hanged in the nearest tree. Yeah, when it comes to auditors, all of a sudden, no, no, no. It's not for the public to know. And again, it wasn't that the pensioners and ordering depositors at VBS were robbed, but it is many municipalities who were robbed across the the impact upon the public. So mm-hmm. the public has the right to know what happened, who is being held accountable, what are the consequences, etc. And really it just seems it's quite shocking. And you know, we had been involved quite a bit as Cosada well Pollard on the Auditing Professional mm-hmm. Amendment Act over the past five years. One of the things we've been pushing was that the auditors should be required to be rotated every five mm-hmm. years in the coming to auditing to prevent this kind of infectious corrupt relationship accruing. And the audit fertility fought against that tooth and and it's clear as hell it's clear my language. It's clear today that um, these auditors are not innocent under their watch. They've allowed private companies, public companies, departments to be looted so because they could also make a kickback in the process,
0: a, a great cost to the nation. Matthew Parks, who's in charge of the auditors? Who, who checks the auditors are doing their
1: job? That's one of the major issues. There is an auditing uh, association, a you know, public uh, kind of association, which is meant to scrutinize them you know, it's consisting of peers and so forth. So it's called the the Urban Independent Regulatory Board of Auditors. Um, they have significantly tightened the powers through the Auditing Profession Act in the past couple of years, but they need to start making some examples of them. Um, we think really to be honest with you they've been far too soft and we not only need to see some auditors you know punished, dismissed, etc. we need to see some having that personal assets being attached and some actually being going, sent to prison. Because until mm-hmm. we begin to deal with criminals without kid gloves. So the real of, of action, then we should not be surprised when crime and corruption remains endemic across society.
0: Let's be fair, though. I mean, they might very well have paid 864 million rand plus interest as was requested, but the fact that it is hidden means immediately makes you think, ah, they didn't, and they've just sort of a little pat in the back because VBS doesn't exist anymore.
1: No, exactly. And if they did it, I think they surely they would correctly want to boast about it <laughs> yes. and send a positive message to society. You only want to hide stuff because you're embarrassed and because you know you've done something wrong. Uh,
0: not the first time KPMG have been involved in dubious matters. They were involved with the Guptas for 15 years as well. They've they sent out an apology for that, I think, and a, and a couple of uh, of their auditors have got into trouble. It's if if there's smoke, there's fire. Should there not be a deeper inquest into KPMG?
1: There should be an, an effect. I think it was not just KPMG. I think all the auditing companies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a point that you know, government itself has correctly made many times. That under who's watched all this corruption, state capture, take place in our SOEs, in our municipalities, in our departments, in these private sector companies, and under the watch of these auditors. And yet we are plunging into a crisis of a nation, where, where society at large has to pay, you know, to pay the price. Um, ESCOM, for example, is in a crisis because the auditors were complicit mm-hmm. to the corruption there. Now you and I, and the Aboriginal worker, the local business, the local factory, the local restaurant, pay the consequence of the impact upon corruption across society. So the operators now do need to begin to be held accountable. Um, they shouldn't just be given a pat and a slap on the wrist. They should be dismissed, fined, and sent to prison. Otherwise, we're not going to change this culture of corruption.
0: Cassandra is part of the Tripartite Alliance, and uh, do, do you raise these matters where at at the high levels of government?
1: We do frequently, in fact, we made a nuisance of ourselves correctly, so Parliament, both in the previous Parliament and this Parliament, when these laws were amended then, we were, to be honest with you, a lonely voice amongst all the political parties there, to say we have to start doing this with a much harsher sense of of consequences. Um, Unfortunately, the members of Parliament across all parties, Treasury itself, didn't really see a sense of appetite for doing the auditors. And today, I think oh, this, this uh, recent scandal is just one more reminder of why we have to stop shooting people with kid gloves.
0: Yeah, because you know, when the U.S. Public Accounting Oversight Board is fining KPMG South Africa and not the South African Oversight Board, it does make you wonder more.
1: And even then, we should ask ourselves about Steinhoff. Yes. Um, again, it's an companies. company. Where were the auditors when workers' monies were, were stolen left mm-hmm. at the center? And again, you have to ask yourself so why is Germany busy prosecuting? And yet, South Africa, yeah. so we have
0: not lifted, moved an inch. What is the well, next I, step What is the next step for Kasai to know, Matthew Parks?
1: Look, I think for ourselves, we'll, have, we'll raise our objections with Urban, which is an independent regulatory board of auditors, but so they need to deal with the thing because they are interested by the law and required by the law to hold such auditors accountable. And I think we, we have raised with Parliament, we'll be pushing with Parliament as well, to also intervene in that regard because they can hold account accountable as a public entity, public a regulatory authority rather. But again, we want to raise it right now in this parliament, but for the seventh parliament after elections in a few months, that they need to tighten the Auditing Profession Act to increase the sanctions and also to make sure that we require by law the mandatory rotating auditors and auditing mm-hmm. firms every five years. Otherwise, we shouldn't be surprised when a very unhealthy and specialist conflict of interest when in auditing companies want to turn a blind eye to the companies of the overseeing, because they're getting very lucrative auditing fees. So it'll make sense for them financially to turn a blind eye.
0: Matthew Parks is national spokesperson at Kusatu. Thank you very much. Let's go to the head of investigations at Open Secrets, Michael Marchant. Michael, when you see the situation of secrecy following this out-of-court settlement, what is it, I, I imagine as head of investigations, you, you want to dive into files right away.
2: Afternoon, John. I, absolutely. I mean, we'd love to have a look inside this kind of agreement. Um, but unfortunately, it, it's not surprising. And I think that this is really goes to the heart of the problem is that instances of audit failure at KPMG uh, are not rare. They're mm. systemic. They're systemic across the industry. But these types of settlement agreements are also systemically secret. And I think the big corporations, uh, particularly in the professional services sector, the law firm, the audit firm, and even consultancies, they hide behind secrecy and confidentiality to cut the public out of what really has happened. Um, And I mean, yeah, it denies us the right to know, but it also denies us the right to know what really happened and who else needs to face accountability who hasn't yet.
0: Why are they hiding things? Well, I think that it's,
2: it's the standard practice in the industry. And I, of course, the difficulty of having not seen what's in the settlements is that uh, it's difficult to make an absolute statement. But I think in general, what is potentially concerning is that we still don't know the full extent of KPMG's role in the scandal as a company. Uh, so we know, for example, that the auditor in, in this particular instance pled guilty at the, the regulatory board for auditors. And so we know individual auditors did wrong and that they're before the criminal courts, for example. Mm. What we know less of is KPMG as an institution. How did KPMG deal with any, um, you know, allegations that came up from the junior auditors, evidence that there was wrongdoing? That Those are the kind of things that I, I think get swept under the rug when this type of, of settlement is made secret.
0: It's vbs it's 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 people's money not necessarily public money but public money was invested as open secrets are you now going to demand to find out this kind of information are you able to do this in in whatever acts and questions that you can raise
2: so i think that you know it's something that us and others in civil society may well try and pursue via via legal remedies um you know the, difficulty and the this comes again is that civil society really struggles to access information, particularly from private bodies. Um, So much information is hidden behind the law, behind the Promotion of Access to Information Act, and our experience in the past, including on issues related to audit failure at places like Tonga, Hewlett and others, Mm. is that those companies will fight tooth and nail. To withhold those documents. And so even if there was, for example, if we put in a request to this today, uh, today it could be years mm. of battle to try and access it. I think it's, it's really interesting how this, you know, the story has broken today. It's just days after Amabungane have come out publicly to say that Steinhoff is continuing to fight them in court to prevent the public from accessing information about Steinhoff fraud, one of the greatest, one of the largest private sector frauds in South African history and another instances of fairly conspicuous audit failure. And so, again, it tells us that this is a, is a, it's a systemic story.
0: For, so just quickly, and I, maybe I should have asked this right at the beginning, uh, what is an audit to do? So uh,
2: an auditor, particularly in this instance um, at BBS, you have an external auditor, but it's the role of the, the auditor to, to essentially act as a check on what management is saying and whether management statements or the financial statements are a broadly fair and accurate representation of what's happening. And so in the case of VBS, uh, the audit failure was so spectacularly wrong because VBS was simply lying about how much cash it had. And so BBS would tell the public, as you said, the PIC was invested there. So many individuals held their stock fell and other savings at VBS. Mm. And every year, VBS would say, don't worry, we have this, this much cash in the bank. And the auditors are supposed to check whether that's accurate. In this particular instance, one of the KPMG auditors was in on the fraud, and so it deliberately helped to hide the fact mm. that they were lying about how much money was there. When that was revealed, everything fell apart and, and many people uh, you know, lost their deposits.
0: We could talk about this for days, Michael, but uh, it, are you looking into it? Is, is there going to be more about this or do, is this just something that's going to happen?
2: So I think that we're certainly looking into this issue on the more systemic basis. And I think right. the, the macro level issue is that companies like KPMG should not be able to hide behind secretive deals of this nature. and And that definitely is something we want to challenge.
0: Michael Marchand, thank you very much. Head of Investigations at Open Secrets.